Welcome to Intimacy Play, a podcast by Pleasy Play. We host open discussions with world-leading experts on couples, sex, and intimacy, so you can build a more exciting, fun, and intimate relationship. I'm your host, Michaela Silva. So today we have with us Vida Sohera. She has been with us before, so check out the other episodes. So Venus is a professional sex and orgasm specialist and an expert sex toy tester. If you want to listen all about this, check the other episode. But right now and today, we're going to talk about a specific brand that Venus loves, recommends, and that we at Pleasy Play also love and recommend. Uh, should we say what it is, Venus? Yes, it's Satisfier, and I am also the brand ambassador for Satisfier. So I have many different roles, and uh, after testing so many toys, I'm very happy to be the brand ambassador for Satisfier. And Satisfier is a sexual wellness brand, and it was established in 2016. So this year, it's five years. It's celebrating five years. Woo-hoo! So it's incredible to see um, the evolution in this short amount of time. It's been absolutely incredible because now they are in 100 countries, over 200 products, and 190 design awards. And what's really special about Satisfier is that they make the brand accessible to everyone. And that's what I really love about them. It it ties into my own mission to raise orgasmic awareness, that orgasms are for everybody. That makes total sense to me. That's just something I want to talk to you about because somebody that's that's listening to us might say, well, Venus is, is always going to be positive about the brand because she is the brand ambassador. But we've talked mm-hmm. before, so I know you a little bit. And mm-hmm. I know that you would never endorse a brand that you don't 100% uh, believe in. Can you tell us why you actually endorse Satisfyer? Why, why are you their brand ambassador? Well, I'm doing many different things with Satisfyer because I'm a Gemini, so I have a different um, specialities from promotion to explaining things to users because I've tried, tested so many toys. And also I'm um, part of the back, back end as well in the development side because I have so much knowledge. So um, I'm doing lots of different things. It helps them to realize my Gemini dream of being a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> so it's really fantastic. But what I really believe, what I really do love is, is how they make orgasms um, accessible to everyone. And that's something that I really believe in because um, I've been um, a sex toy reviewer since 2013 and I've been able to see all the different changes in the industry since then. For example, when I started, there were lots, lots of toys which were budget toys, which were battery operated. And then there were other toys which were in nice boxes and they were rechargeable, but they were nearly, let's say, 100 euros a toy, you know, a lot more expensive. Whereas I had all these, I have one box now full of these battery operated toys and some of them are disintegrating because they were made from jelly, you know, so some very scary, uh, scary things that happen after a while. And sometimes when I go back to my toys, I see things have kind of disintegrated or discolored or it's quite, it's kind of scary. So before cheap was bad or you end up buying lots and lots of batteries and then if you want to spend a bit more money, then you're getting a nice box that's rechargeable. Whereas when Satisfyer came in, they made sex toys rechargeable and affordable. So there's no one trying to sell battery operated toys now. I think that's really, really a good idea because it's very affordable and everyone can afford, well, I think about the 30, 40 euro toy, you know, so 50 euros, you know, so I think it's very accessible. Whereas that, that would be the price maybe 10 years ago for something with batteries. 
Interesting. So I, I, I decided to jump right in and talk about the, the brand, but I do think that people would love to know a little bit more about you, especially if somebody hasn't listened to the other episode. So can you tell us how you first discovered sex toys? Well, um, about 12 years ago this summer, I was working in real estate and that was another crisis back then in 2009. And I had no salary. So um, I was meeting all, lots of people who had online businesses and I thought I can do that. <laughs> so, so I decided to set up a blog about sexuality and um, I sold two, two apartments and got some nice big stash of, of, of commission. And I decided to leave my job and uh, follow my dream because I was so tired of working for someone else. And fortunately, I was very lucky. But after a very short amount of time, I started to write books. I had book deals. Then I became very um, um, prolific in Spanish media. So I, I was writing for El País, uh, GQ Spain, Playboy Spain. Um, and also I published three books here. So due to my, thanks to my position in, in, in the media, I started to receive free sex toys. So in 2013, I put two and two together and started to review sex toys on my own blog. And at first it was for um, um, erotic shops in Spain, in Spanish. And I was the first person to make sex toy reviews in Spanish in Spain. And then I started to work with brands, distributors, and then I started making content in English in 2016. So then I've gone, I've gone right more, become more international. So I've become very well known in, in the sector. And now I've got 700 toys and I have a new apartment now and uh, they have their own bedroom. <laughs> so that's quite crazy. So that's how my, that's my expertise is sex toys, really. But why were you called for the sex toys? So why do you think it was your life's mission to try these toys and to be an advocate for sex toys and sexuality for both uh, women and men? Well, I think at the time I did talk about orgasm a lot in my press articles. Um, I think becoming a sex blogger ruined my sex life in a way. <laughs> so, I, so I think um, I, I, I was having sex more with myself than with other people. <laughs> I think there's a long story to that. But, um, but so I, I, I spoke about masturbation a lot and I really believed that it was important to know yourself sexually. So I always believed that for many, many years. And I found the whole process of just being able to be, to be orgasmic was, um, a really positive force in my life. I, I, I believe it, it helped me emotionally to not have any more toxic relationships because I think many women become attached to toxic guys just because the sex is good. <laughs> so it helped me to kind of liberate myself from, from those type of relationships. So I was very, um, I was always had this mission to raise orgasmic awareness. I didn't really put it in those words back then. But I think when, when you are, I'm quite spiritual, so I just felt this big um, impulse. It was a guide. But also when, once I had this position of, of um, in the press, then the sex toys came to me. So that, that was um, something that just came to me. And I just put two and two together and decided to make it a business, uh, making reviews from toys. And yeah, because at the, at the time, the toy I was using a lot, um, I just bought myself or someone bought it for me. And these toys I was getting sent were not as good as my favorite toy. So it was kind of like, you have to pay me to kind of like make reviews. So I started to make reviews of, uh, of sex toys. And it's incredible to see how much things have changed since then. I love the sentence that you just said. Actually, I love two of them, but one of them is sex toys <laughs> came to me. That's, that's yeah. priceless. I love it. And the other one that you said really got me thinking. And if you could elaborate on that, I'd love it, which is your sex life became worse because you were talking about sexuality. Do you think that 
men were intimidated by that, by the fact that he knew so much about sexuality and orgasms? I think so. I think some men were definitely. Um, and also I was, I was um, writing lots of articles about sexuality that were accompanied by erotic pictures with me in them. So I was also an erotic model and, um, you know, not every guy can handle that type of woman, but for me, it was way more important than a relationship, but this kind of discovery, professional and personal discovery that I was doing at the time. So it's very, I was very, I, I'm just in love with my work really. And, um, so it, it was a filter and also the sex toys. I think back then, um, lots of sex toys were more phallic. So people were more intimidated by them. Whereas I think now things have changed a lot. Attitudes have changed a lot and, and shapes have changed as well. Um, but in general, also my, from my own point of view, my own perspective, because I, I was talking about sex and writing about sex morning, noon and night, um, it made me more demanding about the relationships I was going to have. Because I remember one time I had sex with this guy because I hadn't had sex for six months or something. And I was just lying on my sofa, looking up at the, um, looking up the ceiling. And I was thinking, I do not write sex with this type of sex. So I decided to, um, I wrote an article actually called, um, 2014, the year without fucking, sorry. I really decided to stop and only make love from that point on. <laughs> so, so I just thought, you know, I'd rather have a sex toy orgasm than, um, than have sporadic or, or casual encounters. I would encourage the same, I would give that same message to anyone else as well. I like that advice, but at the same time, I would love if we could give advice on the other side. So let's say we have somebody that wants to be empowered sexually. So they want to learn more about their, about themselves. They want to try sex toys, but they are already in a relationship or they want to be, and they're scared that that might intimidate their partner or their future partner. So is there a way we can mitigate this? So make sure that we somehow tell the partner or the potential partner that sex toys are not intimidating and they can be part of a natural sex life, a normal sex life. In those situations, I would always recommend um, a wand massager, such as Wonder Woman from Satisfyer, because everyone loves a massage. And I think that's a type of toy that you can both use on each other. Because if you just put that on someone's back and then they're all relaxed and then they do it to you and then you can finish off by using it on your clitoris, which is always a fantastic way to have an orgasm. Then I, I think that's the, le the least threatening sex toy to, to start with. I haven't I tried that it. one. Hmm. Oh, you have to, because it's got this, um, it's a really good value for money. And um, wand massages in general have this massive motor in the head exactly where you want it. So it's good for massaging the body, but also it, it um, stimulates the whole clitoris because part of the clitoris is not just the, the part that's outside the man in the boat, as they sometimes call it, but also it's inside the labia. Mm -hmm. So this um, type of stimulation is stimulating, stimulating everything. It's really like, wake up, Dolpha. <laughs> you know, it's really amazing. It's like a clitoral alarm. For sure, my next purchase. Now you got Definitely. me. You got me wondering. <laughs> it's quite big, and people look at it and think, "Oh my god!" And they think, "Is that um, for penetration?" But it's not. It's all external. Well, I've seen a lot of the toys that seem big. Mm -hmm. They have a function, so it's not to be used internally. Usually, it's for you to grab better the text toy, or is it to, uh, you know, um, give better pleasure in terms of external stimulation? So, yeah, I'm, I'm not intimidated by that. But how? But can people be? Do you think there are people that are intimidated, especially partners with the size of a sex toy? Definitely, I, I always receive comments on my um, on my orgasmic breakfast that I that I share on Instagram. People say. 
did you use the whole thing? <laughs> you know, when it's actually a completely external toy, because part of it is the handle. It's it's for ergonomics. You know, that might what might be why it's big. Um, but people just assume that everything is is for penetration because you know, we have this concept that sex is penetration, which of course is wrong. Yeah. Um, but people, it takes. Maybe it takes a long time to make, change people's minds. And also, remember years ago uh, when I first started discovering sex toys, the most part of popular type of sex toy was the rabbit. Mm-hmm. So people used to look at the whole rabbit and think, oh my God, it's massive. And, but really, if you analyze it, only a third of that goes in. You're only in, inserting, part, you've got the handle at the bottom. And then you've got the, the clitoral part in the middle or middle or a lower third. So you're only actually inserting a third of top third of that. So people see the whole thing, but it's actually a much smaller penetration area. But then again, this is about stigma, isn't it? Even if it mm-hmm. if it was the whole sex toy to be inserted, some women might like it, some women might not. People with vulvas as well. Um, mm-hmm. But what is the problem with that? Why do we need to be asking those types of questions? Do you think people that ask those questions are insecure or they just want to learn more? Well, I think um, that the question of size is one of the biggest insecurities among men. And that's one of the biggest questions, the biggest question that I receive um, from men, people asking me, I measure this much, do you think it's okay? And I think that that fear or stigma or, um, comes from, or obsession comes from porn, really, but I'm not a porn consumer. So I always try and make people feel more assured and uh, and let them know that it's okay and uh, not to be intimidated and be happy with what they've got. It's very important to say as well that sex toys are not a replacement for a penis or for fingers. It's a, it's a plus. It's a, it's your, it's your friend, not a rival. For sure. <laughs> and I think sometimes some men I know are, are too afraid to give a sex toy to their partners because they think, well, maybe she'll prefer it to me. You know, <laughs> I remember um, I met a, um, a nurse when I was in hospital recently. I gave Satisfier Pro 2 to all the nurses who looked after me when I was in I hospital saw it. recently. <laughs> it was so cool for, for pneumonia. And it was interesting, the conversations that, that came from uh, <laughs> this gift. And one one uh, nurse told me that she already had it or her boyfriend had already bought it for her. So he used it with her and then he took it home to his place after. Can you? I thought that was very clever, actually. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. You know, because of that stigma that people think that sex toys might substitute the other person, their partner, um, Mm. one of the sex toys that we put in in Pleasy Play that we use is the Satisfier Partner or the Satisfier Whale or the Double Joy. So they are to be used within a couple. So you can use it for foreplay, you can use it with penetration, or you can just use it for any type of play, basically. Do you think it's better to use a sex toy that can be used during intercourse or that can be used by both people in the relationship? Do you think that takes out a little bit of the intimidation part? Those particular toys, they are called C-shaped or U-shaped, depending on yeah. how you read it. Um, I personally do not recommend them for penetration. I think there's just too much going on. And they could be very uncomfortable. I recommend them as a dual stimulator for a woman not to use on their, on their her own. But also you can use it as a stroker on the man, on the penis. So I think it's an excellent toy for, for foreplay. I think it's definitely something that people can used together but there are other toys for example the partner i can't remember which one it looks like a horseshoe that Mm -hmm. you can use in 14 different ways that's the type of toy you can use with penetration or more like a cock ring that type of ring uh, penis ring that those toys you can use more 
drawing penetration. There's many ways to use them as well. You can use them on your fingers and then you can spoon and then you can stimulate the clitoris from behind or you can use it during oral sex. During, if you're giving mm-hmm. a guy a blowjob, you can use it as well just to stimulate his testicles while while he's enjoying that. So there's so many ways you can you can use toys. And that's partly what I try to do with my with my reviews is um, not just to talk about a toy, but all, also to present all the different ways you can use a toy. For example, a rabbit vibrator, I never use it internally and externally. I use it mostly externally completely. So I always try and look at different ways to use toys, definitely. And one thing that's very fun now is are all these wearable toys. They're lots of fun, especially for people who are, you know, not in the same place and they can use an app. So there's all always, it's, it's like it, sex toys are kind of like reinventing sex almost, you know. Mm, for sure. But did you know that we actually have excellent feedback with people using the C-shaped or U-shaped uh, toys during intercourse? We oh, have really? a lot of a lot of couples saying that they don't use it every day, obviously, mm-hmm. but that they actually love it because it brings a different type of sensation and that this isn't heterosexual specifically, that the male partner can actually feel the vibration as well. So mm-hmm. we've had a couple of them like that. I think it would depend on um, the, what I call genital compatibility, mm-hmm. because sometimes um, if you're trying to do sex the normal way, let's say the penetration, don't like to say sex and penetration because that's very bad. But if people are using the same methods of thrusting, when there's a toy inside, that can be extremely painful. So I would recommend people to use more um, a more grinding motion. Mm-hmm. So that would be as um, with co- with cock rings or with these C shaped toys because it's not so aggressive and, um, and also pl- plenty of lubricant. And also it depends on if a guy is very well endowed, and that could be very painful. Could be a lot going on in- inside. I so. think that's the advantage of of these conversations and of sex toys mm. because. We are all different and we all experience pleasure and pain in different ways. So the fact that we had really good feedback about using drink intercourse does not mean that everybody has to feel this way. So this is just a, a little note for everybody that's listening. You don't need to use a sex toy like it says you need to, unless it's for safety reasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. And above all, just try different things. Like, like Venus was saying, these uh, U or C-shaped uh, vibrators are not made for men, but they can be used to stroke a penis and they can be very uh, pleasurable, right? Definitely. Especially if you blindfold him and he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> That's ah. a real fun way to kind of introduce a toy as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I want to ask you something a little bit personal. I hope that's okay. What are your go-to toys uh, for pleasure and for orgasms? I think I'm I'm quite lazy and I, <laughs> I, I don't usually go for penetration toys when I'm uh, on my own. I think I would go for a microphone. Well, they call it microphone in Spanish, actually. The um, the wand massager. That's mm-hmm. something that's always going to be really good. Um, and then any type of clitoral stimulator. But I do love the Pro 2, actually, the Satisfier Pro 2, which I, I rediscovered this year. I hadn't tried it for a couple of years until recently. But now I don't really have a go-to um, toy because I have so many toys to test and to review I try not to have a go-to anymore I'm just reviewing the ones that I'm working with and something I really do love that I tried recently is the dual pleasure from Satisfier which is a air pulse toy but it also has a, a vibration so it's nice to kind of enjoy the air pulse and the vibration at the same time because usually I would go for continuous vibration pattern you know for 
for orgasm. I think most people do. I think when, when you see toys that have 10 um, pleasure patterns, you think only three of them are, are actually any good, you know, but um, if you want, if you want an orgasm, but in this case, you can actually combine, let's say a, a continuous air pulls, mm-hmm. and then you can have wavy vibrations and then you can really enjoy the, the different sensations on your clitoris. It's just like, it's just, wow. And I've also been, um, inventing my own pleasure programs with the with the app and I think mm-hmm. when you're with a person I think those teasing uh, waves or pulsations are are more useful when you're in a, a partner situation because it can be quite teasing you know you you, you get you start enjoying it and it stops it's, <laughs> it can really make the pleasure last a lot longer and you actually touched on a point very interesting that I remembered that made me think of a question which is we've also had clients say that in the beginning they were overwhelmed about a, a toy that had a lot of vibration or a lot of uh, pulsing but then because we, we kept actually checking in with this, these clients because we love to understand the feedback of the toys and if they like it if we you know what we should be changing on on the toys that we send and the feedback usually is that with time, start getting accustomed to it and it's actually more pleasurable do you think it's something that sometimes takes time for people to for the body to to get accustomed to you know uh, having different things being played with i think so that was my personal experience i do believe that many people have their certain methods that always work and when um, that could be with a toy with masturbation with sex and if you go out of those patterns or um those protocols that you've, you've created for yourself, then, then it can be more challenging to, to have an orgasm or to reach pleasure. So for me, for example, at the beginning, I could only have an orgasm with a rabbit vibrator for many years. And then even though I had different toys, I had bullet vibrators and different types of um, lay-ons, et cetera, but I just thought they were useless. And then one day my rabbit vibrator broke. <laughs> so I was kind of obliged to learn different things and now that i've tested so many different ways i I can have orgasms in different ways as well and also the the sex toys has actually helped my partner's sex as well because i used to only have orgasms from penetration which is very different from most women and i never used to have orgasms from um clitoral stimulation or um or oral sex Whereas now I can. So I think it's really, really important to have variety and just really go for pleasure. And then hopefully one day the pleasure will become an orgasm. So I think pleasure should be the way. But I definitely think that happens to lots of people. For example, you could be in a sexual situation with a guy who watches lots of porn and he's used to masturbating. And then at the end of the sex, they always have to finish off masturbating because that's what they're doing all the time. So I think that happens with many people. They, They find one method that works and they stick to it. Uh, which is great to find your method, but you know, I think it's better. You you have much more pleasure if you um, if you introduce some variety. So, what your suggestion would be: don't try it just once, even if you didn't like it. Try it maybe the same sex toy, but in a different position, a different way, different mindset. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, only if it's painful is the only way is the only reason to stop, really. But um, I think people expect miracles from sex toys sometimes, and um, I think a sex toy is like joining the gym you 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 can't just have the uh, membership you actually have to do the work yourself and that's what it was like for me (laughs) when I bought my first rabbit vibrator I was um 
with a flatmate at the time and we were watching Sex in, in the City and we, were, we saw that iconic scene with Charlotte and the rabbit and I was like, we need to get some rabbits. So we both went to this shop and we bought these um, rabbits that were battery operated, made of jelly, which we, you'd never see now. And then we both went home and went into our respective bedrooms. And I came out after a while and I was like very disappointed. And I was sitting on the sofa and she resurfaced for a long time. And she came out and she said, wow, it's amazing. And I was thinking it was my idea. It's not fair. (laughs) So fortunately, I had the perseverance and the patience to keep trying every time I I was a little bit aroused or horny. And then one day, it was six months later. So that's how much perseverance I had. I I exploded and had this incredible orgasm. And that from day on, I I was liberated. So I definitely think it's worth um, trying again. But the reason why it worked was because I'd made this mind-body connection, which I think is really important um, during masturbation. It is for me anyway, because I live masturbation kind of in my in my imagination because the biggest sex organ is the brain. So um, sure. definitely there. It's not just a case of just buying, buying a toy and then putting on, on your genitals and expecting to have an orgasm. It's not like that at all. You have to do the, do some of the work yourself, maybe using your pelvic floor muscles or your imagination or just being absolutely relaxed. So Your story is hilarious. I loved it. Um, you talk a lot about masturbation and how that is helpful and how people should be doing it, both men, women, people with penises and vaginas. Why do you think that's important for a healthy sex life? I think it's important to connect with your own body, um, not just with sex toys, but also with your hands. As I said before, it's not sex toys are not a replacement of hands or penises or genitals, sure. genitals of someone else. I think it's more important to have sex with yourself than with a stranger or something. I was watching this, um, um, and also you communicate what you like to someone else much better if you know, because I mean, people expect miracles from toys and from their partners sometimes, or he was bad in bed, but did you say what you wanted? You know, you have to take some responsibility for these situations. And also because of my job, many, many times when I meet new people, the subject of sex toys arises and many people who are against it, they think, oh, I'd rather go on Tinder and have sex with a stranger than have sex with my with myself. And I just think that's crazy. Or they think a sex toy, having sex, well, masturbation is a cold thing, and it's not. Your your sex toy is merely a tool. You're having you're with yourself. It's a connection with yourself. And I think it's really important to make that connection because sometimes people are going on these dating apps for attention or for their ego rather than for their sexuality. That's what, that's what my perspective is. And I recently watched this awful documentary about all these terrible dates from um, a, a very famous Tinder, uh, a famous um, dating app <laughs> where, where people were getting, you know, they were ending up in these kind of situations where they were getting raped by people they met online. And it was lots of aggression and very terrible things happening. And, um, I think if you just if you're in a situation where you feel a little bit horny and want some attention, it's much better to have a sex toy than put yourself in danger, you know. And I think um, to improve your sex life is I would um, I would advise anyone to have sex with people you actually know and that you actually like. <laughs> you know, that's really important. For sure, I mean, uh, sex is a basic need, so people can can do it with a partner or by themselves. You don't need to put yourself in yeah. danger. It's just to meet that need, right? Definitely, definitely. I want to ask you because you have all this experience with sex toys, which would be your top two picks? One, one for people with vulvas, one for people with uh, penises for sex toys. So we, you've talked about the wand. 
Give us another one. So your top picks from Satisfier, hopefully, that you would give to your best girlfriend and uh, guy friend. Well, I I definitely recommend a wand for for couples. Definitely mm -hmm. to experiment with, especially a couple who are kind of a bit apprehensive or not so open to the idea. But anyone would love it, even if you are open. You know, you're definitely going to love that. Um, and I would definitely recommend the Pro 2, which is the world's best-selling sex toy at the moment. Oh, wow. Is, yeah, it sold millions and millions of, uh, <laughs> and it's been a kind of word of mouth thing as well. So many, it, there hasn't been a kind of campaign to make it, to make it so, but it's, um, it's just been a word of mouth. Why is it so special? It so, I think it's because, I mean, it is really good. I mean, I, I thought it was good when I, I thought it was good when I first tried it, but I've kind of rediscovered it because now I've tested so many different types of AirPods toys, but I really believe that that nozzle is a nice shape and lots of people like it. And it's also very easy to hold. And the sensation is not too, it can go from gentle to kind of more moderate and strong. So you can kind of find the kind of intensity that, that suits you without being too painful or too, too aggressive. And also it's a fantastic price as well. Um, so I think a lot of people like that and, and it's a very different sensation. It's very different from vibration as well. Um, so I think that's, a, that's that, I mean, so many people, not just me are saying that it's great. So it must be great. And, and for a man, um, I think this is very complicated with the um, men's toys because there's a lot of um, discrepancy with size and that doesn't influence the, the um, enjoyment of toys. Some toys that can be good for one guy is, are not going to be good for another because of the size issue. So there's a lot of variety or among guys. For example, I've had um, I have tested all my toys with Mars O'Hara and he loves all of them. But then some other guys will just say, "Oh, the head of my penis doesn't even fit in," you know. <laughs> so so I think it all depends. Um, but I'm I'm not really sure which one he thinks would be the best one. I think his favorite would be the, um, the Satisfier Vibration Men with heat. Mm. That, that would be the one. Yeah, because with the heat, it's quite cool because you can kind of put some lubricant there as well. And then that feels quite nice when it kind of gets really hot and trickling, you know. <laughs> so mm. that's the thing. But also, uh, as I said, it's it, very different. It's, the difference in size can really influence the enjoyment of those masturbation toys. So I would recommend the C-shaped toy just to kind of use together. Interesting. So we have three three specific tips. One would be for women, you, you were recommending the Satisfier Pro 2, which is a clitoral stimulator. Yeah. It uses suction, right? Exactly, yeah. Can you use it also in um, for nipples, to stimulate the nipples? You can if you can handle that because I mean, for me personally, I'm I'm, I'm a bit too sensitive there. <laughs> but um, some people do use it that way and they and they enjoy it. So if I would say for couples, I would say the C shape, U shaped, and the and the wand. You can get so many different in ways. There's so many ways to use those those two toys. Perfect. So I hope everybody got those three tips <laughs> and they can try it and enjoy the rest of the week so much happier. Definitely. And. When Satisfier says that they uh, incorporate groundbreaking technology in sexual wellness devices, what what do they mean by this? Do you have any idea? I think now they've got the app, which, which is amazing because you can um, control up to four different toys. 
at the same time. You can have a video chat. There's so many, it's just making all these different ways to enjoy a toy. So now my reviews are taking a lot longer. Because first <laughs> now I have to, I mean, I have to try the manual way and then, then I have to, have to test the kind of the app. And that takes several tests because there's so many things to, to discover. For example, you've got um, a feature called ambient sound, which is literally a reaction to any sound around you. For example, I'm have to have to put up with all these this building being renovated near me, which is so annoying every morning, eight o'clock. But if I was with Mars O'Hara, I could just you know have it have it have my right to respond to these annoying noises. Or it could be the TV, or it could be when you're in a concert. That that would be very fun, a lot of fun, especially these panty vibrators, which are becoming very popular now. When when we can go back to concerts, so have to have something wearable that's going to make you kind of vibrates so obviously these types of toys are not the objective is not orgasm it's foreplay and and with with your cut with your partner and also there are you can incorporate your music your import your music lists from spotify as well so that's another type of um another type of stimulation and also creating your own um patterns and sequences because sequences was quite interesting because you can start off slow and then it get more intense and then become really let's say a continuous vibration at the end so you can have lots of different things happening or you can program them yourself i mean i was thinking my impression at first was that the app was just for couples whereas actually now i'm discovering that i can enjoy many things with it myself for example um the preset um, patterns on an air pulse toy are just continuous whereas with the app you can make all different um patterns you can make pulsations waves etc so you can really so you can have fun trying like a new pattern definitely 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 so the, the possibilities are infinite Makes total sense. And uh, I was thinking, so we've, we've, we've given the three top toys to try depending on who you are and if you're uh, in, in a relationship or not. But now everybody's really eager to travel. So to go to another country, to hop on a plane or on a bus or on a train, what would be, in your opinion, the best traveler sex toys? Because I, let, let's say it, they have to be a little bit small and hopefully discreet so we don't get stopped by security in the middle of the airport to explain our sex toys. Or, I don't know, that'd be a problem. <laughs> well, there's one toy that I actually took to, with, to, with me to Madrid last week. I can't remember what it's called, actually. I think it's called Secret Affair. It's Ooh. really cool because it has a, it has, it's like a, a bullet vibrator, but quite, quite big. And then it's got this, golden lid so it looks like it could be part of your makeup mm. and it's very cool because you can take the lid off and then you could ju you just twist it around and you press um, a button this light comes on which is the button so there's no need for a travel lock and then of course it's protected in your in your makeup because it's um the cover is the the part that touches your body is actually covered so that's something i would really really recommend But also, if you're not going through any security things, you could wear a panty vibrator and then have your partner who's traveling with you maybe pressing the buttons and that could make it a much more fun experience. Definitely. That sounds so fun. Because obviously you do not want to get frisked and have this metal going off, of course, you, as long as you're not not going on a, on a plane, that is. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you can put it on just before you board. So that, that could be a, a fun fun thing to do. I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking about this question before asking, and I, the reason why I said it has to be discreet is a friend of mine was saying that 
they actually got caught in the airport by the security guard asking them what one of the items was. And this was, this was a guy who was visiting his girlfriend. So he just opened the, the, the bag. He showed the, uh, it was an anal plug. Mm. And security guy's like, what is that? He's like, it's a toy. It's like, oh, he's like, well, she likes it. it he said it was <laughs> hilarious. And at the same time, it was like the most mm. embarrassing moment of his life. It's happened to me so many times, actually. <laughs> but, but it's um, what, what's kind of really embarrassing about it is that now with kind of terrorism threats, they don't laugh because they're they're very serious. It's, it happened to me in London. I mean, I mean, I had this um, this big dildo. Uh, it was actually a strap on, and the box <laughs> said "lesbian lover" on it. <laughs> This is many years ago, and uh, I, I mean, everything was opened, and, um, and I was just standing there in front of everyone because it's not just um, the security people; it's everyone else who sees you as well, you know. <laughs> so, so it's quite funny. But also in um, in Hanover, in, in usually October time, there is a big fair, a big um, trade fair for sex toys. So I think the the uh, airport is very well prepared <laughs> for everyone's suitcase coming through. But I think um, you should not be afraid of those things. Um, I think maybe years ago there was more ignorance about these different shapes, etc. But now I think there is way more awareness. Oh, for I mean, sure. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't, shouldn't be afraid or ashamed of these things. Definitely not. I have a friend who's a flight attendant, and she doesn't take sex toys with her because she doesn't want her colleagues to find out if she gets stopped. You know, but. <laughs> I think I mean, it's a risk worth taking. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, if the security mm. guard were to laugh, I wouldn't see a problem. But if they're not laughing, mm, that's a little bit yeah. more serious. Definitely. But as I say, there are many toys now that like this um, secret affair that from Satisfy are all similar. There are some similar ones uh, um, that they just look like makeup. So you can put them on your in your makeup bag, no problem. Mm. That, that's a great advice. And something as well, there was the Satisfyer Traveler, which was specifically for travel because it's like an air pulse with a, a lid. But there is something better than that, which is the Satisfyer Love Triangle because that vibrates and it has the air pulse and it has a lid. So that's something I would say would be a good toy. And it also fits in your hand. So it's very, very discreet. Mm, I think we'll have to research all of these. I, I think we know mm. most of them, but to give some screenshots when people are actually uh, listening to the podcast so they can have a little bit of an idea of what we're talking about. Fantastic. So just two more advices before we go. And that would be when selecting the right sex toy for someone's lifestyle, what should people take in consideration? What would be the top things? Taking into consideration what type of stimulation you want, which part, and also what you already have. I mean, I think the objective would be to have a complete collection that offers different types of stimulation. Whereas I have a friend who is just buying airports, 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 and she might have five different ones. But I think once you've got one, you've got all of them. You know, I just think unless it's got vibration as well, or there's something different about it. But I would go for variety. And people always ask me, what would, what would you include in, in a, the perfect let's say, sex toy collection. And I would say a wand massager, like the Wonder Woman, the Pro 2, and then a rabbit vibrator. There are several to choose from. Because um, a rabbit vibrator, but they're very, very versatile, even though they're quite a classic now. And then maybe a kind of bullet vibrator, like the Secret Affair, because that's something you can take away with you. A C-shaped um, vibrator. And yeah, that's quite a good collection, really. So start preparing the list and giving it to your partner for the next uh, Christmas and birthday gifts, I'll say. Exactly. 
or why wait? You can just spoil yourself. <laughs> that sounds even yeah. better. Yeah. I have I this really it. cool um, agenda, actually. It's called the Clever Fox Agenda, and it's um, to help you plan your, your week. And it says, um, this week's main goal, and it says, reward if achieved. <laughs> so I think it's important to, uh, when you have, um, let's say, in work, all these to-do lists and, and objectives of the week, you should always reward yourself. So that could be one of your rewards when you've done a lot of things work-wise. But I don't need to do that on mine. I just do sushi, delivery, or massage. <laughs> Because I already have the sex toys. <laughs> Your week sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So has a last question, and this is something that we have asked you before. So let's see if we can get a little bit of a different response. How do you keep your relationship open, exciting, and intimate? And I'm going to add here, and how do you do all of that and introduce sex, sex toys in your life? Well, for me, it's, uh, hey, I need to try this toy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have in my house this big um, box of all the incoming toys, and it's getting quite big. So uh, <laughs> maybe my, my situation is not so, um, it's a bit atypical. But I think um, I think it's important to maintain intimacy is a lot more important than wild sex, in my opinion. I mean, I, I didn't have sex for a long time because I was sick you know, recently and, and the hugs and the kisses were a lot more important. So getting back from sickness into sexual mode was, was quite hard, you know, but then one day it just happened. <laughs> so I think it's important to, um, to have really good communication, you know, and, uh, and be able to try different things. And I think that's really, really important and be open to it. So I know, I know there's many couples that might not be so easy, but it's all down to how comfortable you feel with that other person. Because if you are genuinely comfortable, then it should. There's no problem. There shouldn't be. There should be no problem. For sure. Well, Venus, thank you so much for taking us in this wild ride, talking about sex toys, about <laughs> the favorite ones, about what you suggest couples and singles try. But above all, thank you for being so open and so honest about these topics. My pleasure. I think this is what I was born to do. <laughs> so thank you for having me. We agree. <laughs> thank you. And that was Intimacy Play. We hope you enjoyed it. To find out more about Pleasy and how we can take your relationship to the next level, visit pleasyplay.com. Then also make sure to search for Intimacy Play in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found, and click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Pleasy, thank you for listening.